This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Department of Agriculture scientists say they're inching closer to commercial availability of a vaccine to prevent the spread of African swine fever. Researchers from USDA's Agricultural Research Service said today they have a vaccine candidate that has passed a reversion to virulence test. National Pork Board Chief Veterinarian Dusty Odekoven says the nature of the shot means this is critical news. This vaccine is developed as a uh, modified live vaccine. And one of the concerns historically with modified live vaccines is that, you know, they may have the potential to, you know, once once injected into an animal to revert to a uh, an infectious pathogen. And then, of course, uh, that would be <laughs> that, that, that would cause the opposite effect of what we're trying to do, which is to pre- prevent the virus. And, and if it reverted to virulence, could actually cause disease. So this is a, a major milestone. Safety studies underway would expedite the process of commercialization of the vaccine in Vietnam. The disease has ripped through the world's pork supply in recent years and hit Asian and European production especially hard. The disease has been detected in the Caribbean, but has yet to show up on North American shores. Odekoven says a key question looming over the vaccine is how quickly it can be produced. Today there exists no uh, vaccine against African swine fever virus, and, and one of the challenges to that was being able to, um, to, to find a way that it could be produced in a scalable uh, manner. And so this this particular um, platform that has been developed again uh, by the scientists at Plum Island Animal Disease Center uh, has been produced with that in mind to, to be able to be scaled up and produced uh, quickly and rapidly and in high volumes. You can read more about the vaccine and its most recent developments in our story on agripulse.com. In other animal health news, the highly pathogenic avian influenza outbreak is generating a fresh focus on the industry's biosecurity protocols. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. A poultry industry leader is calling for producers and backyard bird flock owners to increase their biosecurity measures. Jim Sumner is the president and CEO of the U.S. Poultry and Egg Export Council. Speaking on this week's open mic, he says the number of cases of highly pathogenic avian influenza in wild birds is higher than the 2014-2015 outbreak. The number of wild birds infected with avian influenza is dramatically up from where it was a year ago. I was with uh, one of our APHIS officials earlier this week, and he told me that back in 2015, they counted, I think he said, 332 wild bird detections in that year. Well, thus far this year, they've had 900 and some. So the comparison is uh, dramatic. Approximately 155 detections have been reported in commercial flocks in 29 states, but wild bird detections have been three times larger than the previous round of the disease. Sumner is calling for more biosecurity measures to be taken to limit the spread. It just means that all of our producers, our growers, and even people with backyard flocks, they need to put in place biosecurity practices like they've never put in before. This could get a lot worse before it gets better. You can hear more from Sumner and his thoughts on labor and shipping challenges in the poultry industry in his open mic interview on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Finally today, food industry leaders say federal regulators need to step up their oversight of food safety issues. 
In a letter to Food and Drug Administration head Robert Califf, various food sector groups call for a deputy commission for foods to oversee food safety, veterinary medicine, and other food regulatory issues before the FDA. The groups say they are concerned about problems in the agency's organizational structure, governance, and performance, and they say they've seen issues detailed in a recent political report firsthand. Steve Davies has a deeper look at the letter in his story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm and ranch families care about their communities. Through the Harvest for All program, Farm Bureau donated the equivalent of 30.5 million meals in 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.